Super Talk Mississippi media production. Taylor Swift is coming to New Orleans, and Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and Super Talk are giving away a free pair of tickets. For your chance to win, go register now at Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and get your name in for the final drawing from Margaritaville and Super Talk 103.1. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the story straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries. It's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Hey, hey, folks. Welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. So grateful for you guys to be tuning in as always. And there are a lot of grateful things to do, glorious things right here in our Mississippi. Go to visit Mississippi.org and check it out. We're going to be talking golf today for sure uh, with today's guest, Dancing Rabbit. Is my, it's, it's very cool. You got to check it out. I'm going there right now. Forget this interview. No, I'm kidding. Okay, here we go. Today on a Mississippi Minute is a lady with golf, tennis, sports wisdom that spans a whole lot of years. An original member of the Goff Channel family where she hosted her own show. She's an award-winning TV and radio personality and has a very kind heart to boot. Let me just dig into this. She was the first woman to host a call-in sports show. First, on WFAN in New York, where she hosted a sports talk radio show for over two decades and continues as the station's golf and tennis correspondent covering events including the Masters, the U.S. Open, PGA Championships, U.S. Open Tennis, and special competitions such as the Ryder Cup. In 2001, she was the first woman in sports media honored with the Association for Women and Communications Headliner Award, previously given to Barbara Walters and Katherine Graham. In 2012, she was named one of the top women in sports media by the Los Angeles Daily News, and that same year was honored with the Debbie Gibson Girls Humanitarian Award, which says a whole lot about her heart. She is always giving of her time to help not only her own foundation and the beneficiaries that come with that, but also other events around the country like our foundation. Let's dive into it right now with my dear friend, Arthur, reporter, philanthropist, producer, the wonderful, I call her my sister, Anne Ligori. Hello, Anne. Wow. Steve Asar, what a pleasure. You are my brother and uh, boy. Who is that woman you're talking about? <laughs> See that? A whole, you know, you think about all that you've just bottled up and just bagged up in your career. Uh, the time that is taken, you know, you can't, you know, it takes a lot of time to do all these great things you've done. So uh, <laughs> sometimes it's good that you need to hear uh, all of your accomplishments. And uh, I know you, I know you brush it off your shoulder and you move on to the to your next project and tomorrow being your humble self. But I love to be able to celebrate you that way and i appreciate you joining me well it's a pleasure to always talk with you to hang with you and i think you and i are very similar 
in that sense in that we're always pushing on and always looking for the next challenge and we're doers and multitaskers and I don't know if you're like me, but rarely do we really sit back and and maybe smell the roses or the coffee, however you want to put it. What are roses? Roses or those? (laughs) I don't smell. I haven't smelt them. Although we're always working it, we're always striving for you know to be better and to and to just do more, both uh, charity work and professionally and personally. So I think I think we're pretty similar in that regard. I get a little bit um, uneasy when a day goes by when I haven't done something productive in the name of the arts. Uh, if I haven't done something uh, that has to do with producing an act, working with another act, working on uh, my own music, working on the radio show, um, just all the things that I get to do now uh, that I really enjoy, brand ambassador for uh, Dancing Rabbit and Pearl River Resort and sharing foods and my sponsors. You know, we got a lot to do to keep up and make sure that they're happy and they deserve to be happy and we appreciate them so much. I want you to tell me, about the U.S. Open tennis. I know you were a tennis player first uh, growing up, and tennis was, sounds like, one of your first loves, maybe basketball as well. We've talked about this, but you were recently at the U.S. Open again. How many years have you covered the U.S. Open? And I need a good John McEnroe story because, you know, I grew up loving him. (laughs) Well, gosh, you know, I covered tennis before I really covered anything. The first year in New York, 1982, when I came up here on a radio and television scholarship offered by uh, the International Radio and TV Society, my first job at the U.S. Open was at as a statistician for HBO Sports when they had the, the rights as the cable network to cover it. And I was basically, you know, they knew my tennis background. I played at USF my freshman year, walked on the team, played on a boys' tennis team in high school because in the town I grew up in, we didn't have a girls' team at that time. Played number one singles on the boys' team when I was a senior. So um, I just was thrust into this tennis world, which I loved, and went to the U.S. Open at my first year in New York City. And I was in the, in the, the truck for two straight weeks keeping score. For HBO Sports, so the score, the Chiron that you saw on the screen was me telling the, you know, the editor, this is, you know, put that score up, put that score up. You could not take your eyes off the match. You know, and I, I just felt so much pressure as this kid right out of college just making sure that the score was so accurate, right? <laughs> but it was a great opportunity that led to work at Wimbledon, and I was there, you know, in McEnroe play, Connors, and... I remember getting my mom tickets, and she wasn't a, a huge tennis fan, even though, you know, they'd drive me to tournaments when I was a junior tennis player in Ohio in the Midwest. They'd drive me all over right. the place. But she kept saying, Ann, I can't believe you got me, you know, front row tickets on center court at Wimbledon. She goes, I saw Jimmy, but I didn't even know how to keep score. And I said, Mom, I tried to teach you how to keep score years ago. But it was just great memories, you know, covering tennis. So I have to say I've covered every U.S. Open tennis championship in new york since 1982 so that i don't know wow i graduated high school then yeah yeah it's been a long run right and um as far as the macro story so years ago uh you know when i was freelancing and you know i'm still an independent contractor owner of my own production company here in new york but i was always independent always freelancing and one of the things i i did back in the day to just pay the rent the expensive manhattan rents was I was a freelance 
writer for a lot of different magazines. And I convinced Inside Sports Magazine to name John McEnroe back in 84 the greatest athlete of the year because they were more of a football, baseball, basketball publication, Mm -hmm. and they never really wrote about tennis. And so the editor said, Ann, if you can get an exclusive interview with John McEnroe, we'll put him on the cover, and we will name him the Athlete of the Year this year. (laughs) So I said, okay, let's do it. So I spent months calling John McEnroe's father, you know, who was a lawyer in New York City, trying to just, you know, get this interview. And I went back and forth with his dad. His dad was really nice, but he knew his his son was just all over the place. Yeah. And it was really hard for his, his own father to keep track of John during, you know, that period when he was at the height of his game and dominating the sport. But I was working in L.A. on another freelance project, the AP All-American team, you know, the football, college football yep. show that Bob Hope hosted years ago. Yeah. I was working on that show, and there were all these college football stars and Mary Lou Retton and just all kinds of different sports personalities there. But John McEnroe had told me to call him at a certain time, and it happened to be when I was you know, working this other show in L.A., but I took time off, and there was, like, back then there were pay phones, you know. Cell phones probably weren't even a concept, right? So I had to go backstage, get on a pay phone while all this production's going on on the stage for NBC, and I interviewed John Macker, and I had to take notes and record it, and, oh, my God, it was crazy, but that was the only time he gave me to interview him, and I had to get it then. (laughs) So it was so funny how it all came down, and uh, I got a good interview with John Mackerel, and I compared him to Mozart, and the, the story got a lot of attention back in the early 80s when it appeared as the cover on Inside Sports Magazine. In fact, remember Roy Firestone on ESPN? Sure, yeah. When he interviewed John Mackerel, he referred to my story about comparing John back then to Mo- Mozart, just a genius at what he did on the court with his finesse and his touch and the way he handled, you know, the matches and his strategy. And and so um, that's my John Macro story for you, Steve. I have a story about everybody. I'm Steve Azar, and Lagoria is my guest. Visit Mississippi.org. We'll, ooh, make you feel good. You'll learn so much about our illustrious history. Check it out. We'll be right back. You're in the Mississippi Minute. Steve Azar here, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are most certainly giving you reasons to celebrate. You made a great move when you opened your Guarantee Bank account. All you got to do now is let your fingers do the walking. From online banking, mobile banking, debit cards, mobile deposit, e-statements, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, and Google Pay, it's all right there. And don't forget to refer friends and family to Guarantee Bank, and you'll both receive $50. Thanks for doing business with my friends at Guarantee Bank. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. 
That's the Word of Truth, each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. This is House Call for Health. A farm outside of Sedona, Arizona, is helping people suffering immense loss work through their sadness with the help of animals. It's called the Sulla Care Farm. In addition to participating in counseling sessions, yoga, meditation, and more, visitors also work with the farm's animals. Many were rescued over the years from abusive and neglectful homes. Officials say connecting traumatized people with these types of animals is yielding positive results. Joanne Cacciatore is the farm's founder. The vast majority of people who come here, the animals being rescued is an incredible shift in their consciousness of oneness, in their way, in their capacity to see the suffering of another and to give compassion and also to receive compassion. Liz Castleman is a grieving parent. This is the place you come and your child is going to be talked about and remembered. Loved. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health, Elisa Brady, Fox News. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Mondays starting at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. Weekly Rx with Dr. Nicole Sapphire. It's that time of year again where the color pink takes over. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, where people like myself focus on increasing awareness of breast cancer. The goal is to get as many people as possible involved in raising awareness and funds to help support life-saving research, diagnostics, and treatments. Breast cancer is the most common cancer in women worldwide. In the United States, one in seven women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. Mammograms remain the best way to find breast cancer early and when it is easier to treat and before it is big enough to feel or even cause symptoms. Being a woman and getting older are the biggest risk factors for breast cancer, but living a healthy lifestyle, maintaining a healthy weight, and limiting alcohol can all decrease the risk. Don't forget, men have breasts too. In fact, 1% of all breast cancer are in men. So if you are a man and notice changes in your chest, talk to your doctor. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, Fox News. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here we go. Visit Mississippi.org is where you need to dig right now. Check it out. I'm Steve Azar rocking a Mississippi Minute in a Mississippi Minute with Ann Lagori, award-winning, just incredible, incredible radio TV host. So many wonderful things she does for for people uh, in need, the philanthropy. Uh, she got a book coming out. I can't wait to discuss a little bit with that. Even though it's early and premature, we're going to dig a little bit there. And let me ask you this, and we're going to get off tennis after this. But I, I, as a player and as someone that's covered the sport since 82, if you have you ever seen such dominance with uh, Federer, Nadal, Djokovic in the men's tennis you know, the, they have these 60-something major wins. And then, obviously, Serena 
and Venus and Serena, because Venus was injured so much, it affected her major win percentage, I can tell you that. But um, have you ever seen such dominance in men's tennis with three guys? And how come there's not some 20, 21-year-old coming along the way that that outlasts them because they're in better shape? I mean, what is happening to the game of tennis with men's and especially where are the great Americans like the Connors, you know, uh, back in the day and Mac and everybody? I mean, do you feel like that we're – I did notice at the U.S. Open we were making a good run with our American players, but where are we? Right, exactly. Well, you know, just feeling so privileged that I got to see these, you know, the big three play for so many years. Federer and Rafael Nadal and Novak Djokovic and, you know, you throw in Andy Murray in there, too. I mean, the guys were just unbelievable, and the rivalries were incredible. And just seeing Federer retiring at the Labor Cup recently, and, mm-hmm. you know, he and Nadal were the two biggest rivals against each other. It was just incredible, the matches, and, and, and Djokovic as well. And yet the, the love and respect, that was shown at that Labor Cup toward Roger and, and just both of them just basically falling apart, you know, t- just tearing up. They played doubles together, and, and it, the emotion felt and the respect was just so obvious about, you know, how, how rare, you know, we were just so lucky to be a part of that as, as journalists and broadcasters to cover tennis during that time, right? And, and sure, Rafael Nadal will go on and hopefully win – more titles, hopefully have, you know, be able to overcome a lot of the injuries that have plagued him recently. And certainly Novak Djokovic is going to continue to win majors. I mean, this, that guy is just incredible. But we do, we're seeing a lot of younger players. Now, not, you know, Americans, you know, I just think, obviously, what, Andy Roddick was the last American to, to win the U.S. Open, and that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just so many other opportunities for, for young American athletes. And they need this incredible focus and determination. And, you know, they, they have other opportunities to, to play a lot of different sports. You know, yeah. golf is, you know, we can talk about you know, that in a second. But there's so many other things that these young people do. And, of course, you have to talk about Serena Williams and what an incredible sister story that is. Serena and Venus and yeah, Serena just wow. recently retiring at this past U.S. Open. Um, I've seen all her six U.S. Open titles at the U.S. Open. I've covered all of them. I've covered all her meltdowns at wow. the U.S. Open. You know, yeah. you, when you look at these legends, you also, you know, you can talk about their incredible play and the legacies they've left on the court. But you also have to look, you know, they're not perfect, right? They're yeah. human. And, yeah. you know, McEnroe had a temper. And uh, he let it loose to toward umpires and some opponents back in the day. And Serena, man, she had some crazy meltdowns on the Arthur Ashe Stadium court at the U.S. Open. And I was there for all of them. So you see the good, the bad, and the ugly, but you definitely see these legends playing and competing. And it was a, just a wonderful era in tennis, I yeah. have to say. Very, and I'm just privileged to have been able to witness it and write about it and broadcast it uh we're talking to ann Ligori, award-winning reporter author producer 
my my award winning my sister because oh, she's sort of my sister. We act we act like we're brothers and sisters. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you one special lady for sure and talented as as it gets and hardworking, which is nonstop. The greatest sports moment for me was, and I've been so grateful to get to know Jack O'Callahan now through Michael Aruzioni and some of the guys that played on that Miracle on Ice team, known Rizzo for a lot of years. You know, when I sat on my couch and watched that. Um, the fact that it was the Russians and it was the Cold War and it was, you know, the uh, Carter had had uh, stopped Lundquist and those guys from competing in the Summer Olympics and the ch- chances of Russia doing the same thing in the Winter Olympics was sort of out there on the table. And then they decided they were all going to play, you know. So when we win the gold medal, not only beating the Russians, but finish it and win and, and win it all, that to me was the, my greatest sports moment I've ever seen. And then Tiger coming back with not his dad but Charlie and their daughter you know on the at the masters i think watching what we all know he has gone through um inflicted by his body just giving out on him inflicted some self uh you know that that is on him uh personally but with everything he went through it was almost like i just you felt like he needed to do this to show his kids who probably never experienced what we did, right, watching. I had to show them why I'm Tiger Woods. And in my, it was the most beautiful thing. So I look at those two. For you, what is the greatest sports moment? You might, you might have even been there covering it that uh, oh, is absolutely. unrivaled. Well, you know, there's so many because I did cover a lot of Olympics. I'll get to that in a second. But you mentioned Tiger and when he won – his you know, fifth Masters in 2019, surrounded by his, his kids and his mom and, and his, his girlfriend. That was special, as you say, because I covered every one of Tiger's major championship titles. He's won 15. I was at every one of them. I saw him dominate the sport, you know, from, you know, the, the mid to late 90s until he won that Masters event. Um just incredible. I've seen his nosedive in this whole scandalous, controversial yeah. times. You know, I covered that. I didn't like Tiger for many, many years. Very few people liked him. He wasn't likable. He never smiled. He didn't give interviews. He didn't really talk to anybody. He was so focused on golf and winning and whatever he was doing in his private life that we didn't really know about, many of us. Um, so, yeah, he was hard to like back in the day. But as you said, he made this incredible transformation when he got to a point. He had all those injuries, and he came back from all these back surgeries and other surgeries. And, and his children were you know, old enough where they, they could Google him and see what you know, some of these really negative, controversial stories. And I think that's when he changed after he left golf for a while because he couldn't play with all the injuries and the surgeries, recuperating all the back issues, and it's certainly uh, the car accident where he almost died, and then yeah. they almost had to amputate yeah. his leg. Right. So he's had near brush with death, and he's had a lot of time to think. And as he's matured and become a, really an incredible father, it seems, you know, I mean, we really don't know inside the day-to-day, but from what we can see, and it's hard to fake that, you know, that relationship with his son and, and the smile when, you know, Charlie hit such a great shot and, and his daughter hugging him after he 
he won the Masters in 2019. Yeah, uh-huh. he just has really changed. And you you root for stories like that, right? You kind of love to see the positive turnaround. So well, yeah, um, yeah. I, I was there in 2005, Steve. When you know, I was, I've been I've covered what 24 straight Masters. So one of my favorite Masters moment. WFAN, you know, I was doing updates for WFAN every 20 minutes and then every half hour and every hour for uh, both WFAN and the CBS radio network. And the anchor, John Minko, threw it to me in 2005 at the Masters, right as Tiger hit that chip shot on, on 16, that infamous <laughs> chip got shot chills. where the ball just trekked through the hole and <laughs> hung on the lip, the Nike logo, in view for seconds yeah. before it dropped in the cup. And that was just, can you imagine doing play-by-play? Just yeah. at that precise moment, John Minko threw it to me, and I'm on the air describing that moment. It wow. was just extraordinary. So wow. from both a broadcasting standpoint for me personally and one of the most, if not the most infamous shots in all of golf, that had to be you know, one of the most special moments in my career. You're locked in talking to Anne Ligori. Visit Mississippi.org. She understands what that is because she is – Visited our hallowed ground a number of occasions, but now the BMW uh, gets in the way because they moved their date on top of ours. And, you know, we're going to give Ann about, you know, get it out of her system another five years maybe. But after that, her tail is getting back to the Delta. Uh, <laughs> and you get to play DJ. We are the birthplace of America's music. That's for sure. Into the break, would you like to hear either Ike Turner or the new band on the road, Chapel Heart? Let's hear Chapel Heart. I love it. They're kicking tail right now. Great girls. Great girls. Been doing it a long time. We'll be right back. I'm with Ann Ligori. Nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A doctor from the University of Michigan rewarded for his compassionate contributions makes today's Dean's List. Dr. Okunlami broke his neck at an accident at a 4th of July pool party in 2013. He was studying to become an orthopedic surgeon and was a former All-American track star. But his goals were put on hold after becoming paralyzed from the neck down. For many people, this could have led to a downward spiral. But for Dr. O, as his friends and students call him, he wanted to 
live a productive life. He's now the Director of Student Accessibility and Accommodation Services at the University of Michigan and oversees the Office of Services for Students with Disabilities. He made it his mission to build the adaptive sports and fitness program to inspire students. He loves being able to show others that people in chairs and with disabilities are able to play high-level athletics. Dr. O, you made the Dean's List. And thank you for inspiring others. Janice Dean, Fox News. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Fox on Tech. Americans love tech. They love to use tech in their daily lives. They love that in the palm of their hands, they can communicate, look up facts, do their banking, and watch movies. What Americans don't like is that our tech often comes from China, or parts of it, literally the parts that make it work. The semiconductors, they're almost always sourced from China. China is well known for stealing intellectual property and for flooding U.S. markets with artificially lower-priced products. But with China practically the world's source for semiconductors, and those semiconductors needed for everything from TVs to automobiles to healthcare equipment to military devices, well, it's creating a scare. Earlier this year, Florida announced it would entice semiconductor manufacturing, but now the Biden administration is, according to Bloomberg, considering more and more measures to curb China's semiconductor exports. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As leaders from the federal, state, and local level work to fully restore Jackson's water systems, City Councilman Ashby Foote says decades of deferred maintenance is what caused the systems to nearly collapse. Over the past 30, 40, 50 years, we haven't done the preventive maintenance type things to keep it running in a successfully, and we've allowed some of the redundancies that you need in a plant like that to uh, decay and, and to the point where if a, pl if a pump goes down, then suddenly you don't have water pressure. Work is now being done to ensure backup pumps are functioning at a high level and sustainable long term. The plant's built to have backups, and and those backups haven't always been ready to go. And so that, that's a lot of the work right now is is making sure that it's making sure it's reliable. And you've got a, another system that can kick in and provide water pressure. Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau Friday, December 2nd at the Mississippi Trademark. And Super Talk Mississippi will broadcast live all day from the Gallo Show to Sports Talk Mississippi. Come hang out with Gerard, Rebecca, and the whole Super Talk gang, and then stick around for the Farm and Land Trade Show and the Mississippi Farm Bureau Classic Livestock Show. And Saturday, Mississippi Farm Bureau presents Trace Adkins in concert. Bring the whole family. We can't wait to see you. Super Tall Meridian, TK Productions, at the Temple Theater proudly present Live at the Temple on Sunday, December 4th at 2 p.m. Live at the Temple is a collaboration of artists from Mississippi. Live at the Temple will be recorded live, and all download proceeds will be donated to the Temple Restoration Initiative. Call 601-693-1103 for sponsorship and ticket information. 
Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, Ann Ligoria is my guest today. She is an award-winning author, award-winning TV host, radio host. She's done it all. Humanitarian Award. That just, to me, it says everything that I know when I see Ann Ligoria. So what was that like, knowing that you were going to receive that particular award? And then I want you to tell me about the Barbara Walt, you know, the, the award you got that Barbara Walters got because the world knows Barbara Walters, you know? So these are some incredible awards, but first the Debbie Gibson girls humanitarian award. Wow. I just saw Debbie at the tennis hall of fame dinner in Manhattan. She, uh, she performed, which, um, yeah, I was really honored to have gotten that at Ohika castle on long Island a number of years ago, but this most recent award this summer Steve, and I don't know, it might not even be on the bios yet, but I was so honored to get the Winnie Palmer Award for my my work in broadcasting and my philanthropic work. Uh, you know, I have a foundation. We raise money for cancer research. And just to be in that same stratosphere, that same company as Winnie Palmer, who did so much for, for you know, people all over the world with hospitals, she and Arnold Palmer in Orlando and... And she just spent her whole life giving back and, and supporting all kinds of charities and, and creating hospitals and fundraising efforts. But you know who got that award before me? Tom Watson, Nancy Lopez, Gary Player, Ernie Ellis. So I feel like I'm in like incredible company. And that just happened this past summer at the Met Golf Riders National Awards Dinner at Westchester Country Club. So I'm just so honored with that. And then you mentioned the Barbara Walters the award that she got, the Headliners Award with Women in Communications. That happened a, a long time ago, and wow, just to be in the same company. They used to call me when I had the primetime show on the Golf Channel back in the day. I was the first woman to host my own series on the Golf Channel, Conversations with Ann Ligori, aired for six years on this brand-new network back then. Nobody had thought, wow, Golf Channel, a niche channel about golf? Well, that really worked. <laughs> anyway, they used to call me the Barbara Walters of the Country Club set. That's funny. I love it. I would interview all these celebrities who, when they first started the Golf Channel, even before it was on the air, Michael Whalen, the genius in programming back then, called me and said, Ann, we love your work. You know, we see your sports interview shows with all these legendary sports icons. You know, I interview Mickey Mantle and Ted Williams, Will Chamberlain, Gordy Howe, all kinds of personalities I, I did for my own show called Sports Interviewed, which aired for 17 years on sports cable networks throughout the country. And, and Michael was very familiar with that show, and he also knew about my Hey Ligori, What's the Story, Colin radio show on WFAN. And he said, hey, we're putting this channel together called the Golf Channel. Do you want to do a show for us? 
And I said, absolutely. And in two minutes, we came up with this show where I would interview all these celebrities in sports, entertainment, business, who had a passion for golf. And I promised him I would get an A-list of celebrity stars, which I did. And the show aired for six years. It was on primetime every week. And yeah, just had a great time. Talked to Samuel L. Jackson and Joe Pesci and Matthew McConaughey, Celine Dion, Amy Grant. Just a lot of different personalities. Jim Brown, Sugar Ray Leonard. They all have a passion for golf. And as you know, using golf as a vehicle to get to know people is just just a fascinating way to just meet people and have some fun. And I loved that show so much. Yeah. And I turned that that show into a, a book called A Passion for Golf, Celebrity Musings About the Game. And you can read about a lot of these interviews that I did with all these personalities in sports and entertainment who have a passion for golf. Wow, I love it. You know, you're my Samuel. I'll never forget the one moment I had with Samuel. Well, I've had a few because golf, but this is a moment coming off stage. We were doing Hurricane Katrina, a benefit uh, at the University of Mississippi. Uh, everybody was there. I mean, like everybody. So I I was doing, we were doing a song, Flatlands, which pretty, it pretty much rocks. And uh, one of my old songs that I grew up writing and then uh, transforming as the band, as I got my band settled in at Nashville, it turned into this thing where it was just a jam, right? Felt very Mississippi. And so I'm coming off stage and Samuel's on one side. Morgan Freeman, our, our pal Morgan, is on the left. Right. I, knew, I knew Morgan, obviously, from him contributing to some of my works. But with that said, I walked through the uprights, I call it, and, uh, and I heard uh, Samuel L. go, now that's how you do it. And then, uh, and then Morgan goes, Steve, you're a different beast when you do a song like that. And I, I mean, it was like walking through, I mean, I felt like touchdown Jesus for a second, you know, you know what I'm saying <laughs> both uprights. And I just said, what just happened? Cause uh, big fans, of both of them. And obviously a huge, uh, uh, just a admirer of uh, my blessed to have a relationship with Morgan. One of the greatest men I've ever met. Big, big, thing he did for me when he didn't know me uh being featured in my waiting on joe video changed my changed the game for me so i always be really grateful for him and sure. but that was a and cool he was moment down at uh your event a couple years back yeah. when i you yeah. know when i went i remember seeing him he was very friendly we had a great chat yeah. and it's just fun you know golf brings so many people together and i remember trying to get celine dion to come on the show and uh I called my buddy Bruce Parker, who, uh, rest in peace, he's no, no, he's no longer with us, but he used to be one of the top people at Callaway Golf. And remember all those commercials they did with Alice Cooper and Celine? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you, you know, Smokey Robinson. And so I called when I was producing and hosting this show on the Golf Channel, I called my buddy Bruce Parker because he knew all, he's the one that, you know, kind of cultivated this whole Hollywood scene, music scene with Callaway Golf. And, I said, hey, can you connect me with Celine Dion? Because I really want to interview her for my show, Conversations with Anne Liguori, that airs on a golf channel. He said, yeah, hold on a second. In five minutes, he had Celine Dion and her husband, Renee Angelo, on the phone. And seven minutes later, we had scheduled a day where I flew up with my camera crew to Montreal and did, a, did the interview with them both. And they had just bought a golf club because they didn't want to wait. It was a public course, and they, they didn't want to wait for tea time. So they bought the club, turned it into their own personal golf course, and they played a lot together, and she just had a beautiful swing. So what a great time. Yeah. You know, spending all that time with Celine Dion and her husband. 
wow. on the golf course and, and getting to know them, right? Golf is just such a great sport to get to know all these personalities. You know, I had Bill Dance recently on my show, a couple shows, actually, back-to-back, and I uh, grew up a big fan of watching. He just he put me, he relaxed me in the mornings on Saturday, uh, as, as hyped up as I usually am, and uh, <laughs> watching him fish and just, you know, it was just so easy for him. Uh, sure. And he was such a wonderful, just really great to know, get to know him. And um, uh, we started talking. You know, I, I started thinking. I always just thought about golf because it's what I do more about being the relationship maker. But fishing is another time when you're in that boat and you're, you know, you're not getting out to hit a shot. You're in that boat could be all day. Sure. Another great sport. But I would think that those two sports probably rule the roost when it comes to communication and building real true relationships at last. We have to do a fishing show together, Steve. Think of all the conversations we could have fishing with people. You're out there all day waiting for something to bite. You have a lot of time to talk. Oh, my God, that was a great idea. You know, Bill Dance doesn't wait a lot between bites. He pretty much puts it in the water and bam, they hit it. Well, good for him. (laughs) I swear I've never... Well, I know with my fishing skills, I'd have a lot of time to talk. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Hey, I want to talk about the book that you are writing on the last segment that we have. Visit Mississippi.org. Check it out, folks. A lot of glorious things, I'm telling you. I I try to use other uh, words that will explain how I feel about checking out that website because you're going to have a lot to do for the rest of your life if you get on it right now. And that's if you're four. But anyway, Anne Glory is my guest today, and she is a sweetheart. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Steve Azar here, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are most certainly giving you reasons to celebrate. You made a great move when you opened your Guarantee Bank account. All you got to do now is let your fingers do the walking. From online banking, mobile banking, debit cards, mobile deposit, e-statements, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, and Google Pay, it's all right there. And don't forget to refer friends and family to Guarantee Bank, and you'll both receive $50. Thanks for doing business with my friends at Guarantee Bank. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. You believe this guy? Who is this guy? It's Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays, 10 till 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. I like this guy. Also on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. 
Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Securing America. 13 people, including 10 Chinese intelligence agents, have been charged by the Justice Department in three separate cases. One includes charges against two agents for obstructing a federal investigation out of New York into a Chinese telecommunications company. They're accused of paying an FBI agent they thought they'd successfully recruited for information about the case. But U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland says the U.S. official they paid was, in fact, a double agent. The double agent provided the defendants with documents that appeared to present some of the information they sought. In fact, the documents were prepared by the U.S. government for the purpose of this investigation. The FBI director said they often use double agents in cases involving the People's Republic of China. Four others are charged out of New Jersey with trying to steal American technology using an academic institution as cover. And seven others were charged with harassing a woman and her son, promising them endless misery unless she returned to China. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is House Call for Health. A farm outside of Sedona, Arizona, is helping people suffering immense loss work through their sadness with the help of animals. It's called the Sulla Care Farm. In addition to participating in counseling sessions, yoga, meditation, and more, visitors also work with the farm's animals. Many were rescued over the years from abusive and neglectful homes. Officials say connecting traumatized people with these types of animals is yielding positive results. Joanne Cacciatore is the farm's founder. The vast majority of people who come here, the animals being rescued is an incredible shift in their consciousness of oneness, in their way, in their capacity to see the suffering of another and to give compassion and also to receive compassion. Liz Castleman is a grieving parent. This is the place you come and your child is going to be talked about and remembered and loved. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health, Elisa Brady, Fox News. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Cleveland, Mississippi has the lights and hospitality. The tradition started in 2016 with the donation of a 40-foot Christmas tree. Today, over a million lights transforms Cleveland into a winter wonderland. It's the 50 nights of lights for you to enjoy. The incredible display can be viewed by walking down the trail or by driving through, and it's all free. Come enjoy the lights and the hospitality in Cleveland, Mississippi, now through January 1st. It's the 50 nights of lights. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm in a hurry, one hell of a hurry, cause I know you're there waiting to see me. Oh, the almighty water, cause she's called mighty water. I have rolled down a Mississippi Minute with my sister Ann Lagori. Okay, she's not really my sister, but you know what I'm saying. We've spent a lot of time together and uh, love this girl so much incredibly talented special lady when it comes to sports and understanding and the dedication and everybody wants to do an interview with her let me ask you this now let's talk about your book on the rest of this segment because you're working on something very special and any timeline yes i am working on a book about life lessons in golf and it's probably going to it's probably going to take another year before it actually comes out you know how these things go but yeah. i've already sat down with jack nicholas Gary Player, Annika Sorenstam, Nancy Lopez, Jan Stevenson, and I'm working on getting, um, you know, the younger generation as well. But it really, you know, about this sport, it's a beautiful sport. You learn so much on the golf course that you can basically use in your day-to-day life and vice versa. You know, as people going through, you know, the ups and downs of life, we carry that over to how we handle different situations on the golf course. So... I think it's going to be a fascinating read for young and old, men and women, and just to sit down with Jack Nicholas for hours and to get his take on the lessons he's learned and his wisdom and what he shares, to you know, what he can share with us. I have to tell you, it's been a joy working on it, and I can't wait till it comes out. You'll be the first to know when it officially comes out, but that's what, one of the things I'm working on. Is can my show well, be on the list? Can my, show be on, can my show be on your list to uh, make the, uh, the run when you're promoting it? Oh, absolutely. So I can't wait. So happy. I love, can't wait. What about a name? Do you have a name of it yet? I do not have a name. It will have you know, something to do with life lessons in golf. I really haven't talked about it with anybody before because you know, I don't like to talk about things until they're actually done and ready to rock and roll. But you're my brother, so you got it out of me. I'm sharing it with you first. No, I love it. That's awesome. You know, when you prepare for a book like this, I mean, you don't want to ask everybody the same question. So, I mean, what goes into the preparation per the person? So if you go from Jack to Annika, I mean, how do you prepare? Right. Well, it's a good question because... You know, life lessons, there's so many life lessons in golf. You know, I could just rattle off a bunch of them. But in the course of my interviewing somebody and and learning more about their backgrounds and asking them, trying to ask them questions that don't know the answer to, that you haven't read anywhere else. And these dominant themes would basically come out in each interview. For instance, with Annika, she talked a lot about must have patience when you're playing golf. And you and I, everybody who plays golf experiences that. You have to have patience. You you know, maybe you want to go for it and you, you really shouldn't. You have to, you know, you have to really have good course management and club management and know, you know, what to do during every given scenario. And, and her patience and what she learned about patience on the golf course and winning all those titles. She's won 
you know, more than any other woman in history in golf. You know, yeah. what she learned on the golf course, she has now carried over, you know, as a mother and patience with her children and patience with running her business and patience with running all her, her charity work. And, you know, it, it's such a good lesson. So with Annika, even though she's learned so much in golf, you know, I just kind of, the themes kind of make themselves known to, to you as you talk to somebody and dig deep in the conversation. I get that, but so, you still have to prepare, and then you can get off the oh, beaten path. It. I know the path you... Listen, you should see how I, pre- I prepared for you, and there's nothing. I'm looking at... I have the old list, you know, and as I go, but I haven't even gone to my list yet. I haven't even looked at it. You know, that's what happens right. to me and you. Well, for somebody like... And a lot of times in my, in, in my case, that goes on, but with you and I, I know that this is just going to be nothing but a conversation, so I don't have to look at... You know, but you notes. have big background. You have the research. You've done all the homework. But the art of a great interview, as you know, is listening and then having a, a really compelling conversation based on what your guest says. So you have your notes you can always refer to. But, yeah. you know, the conversations can go in a million different directions depending on yeah. <laughs> what we feel like talking about at that given moment. No, I know. Right. I know. And with I you and me. Homework. You know me well. <laughs> no. Okay. So how can people listen to your podcast? All right, so I do a show every Sunday morning called Talking Golf on WFAN from April to September. It starts the Sunday of Master's Week, and then I turn it into a podcast. You can hear everything I do is on my website at com. That's A-N-N-L-I-G-U-O-R-I.com. You can see my sports interview TV shows, all these television shows I've done with legends such as Mickey Mantle and, and Jimmy Connors and... And uh, Gordy Howe, whomever. I mean, I did that show years ago, but those are classic interviews. And you can hear all my radio work. Uh, and you just go to my annlegory.com. You can go to, you know, TV archives or, or radio archives and hear everything. And then I also do a weekly podcast on Audio Boom. It's a sports interview. You can just Google me. You can find that. Ann Ligori, you've been an incredible, spectacular, fabulous guest, as you always have been, the second time you've appeared on my show. So thank you so much for that. I know you're visiting New York and you live there, but visitmississippi.org will set you free. And I can't thank you enough. Hey, I love Mississippi. I love Woo. you. I can't wait to visit Greenville again and hang with you and the family, Gwen and your kids, everybody. And everybody I met down there when I was play, when I play in your event are just special people. So oh, Mississippi. can't wait to come back. And I uh, appreciate, you know, any chance I have a, uh, an opportunity to visit with you, Steve. Mississippi's not the same without Alan Gore. We'll see you later. Later on, I'm Steve Azar. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Who is this guy? It's Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays, 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. I like this guy. Also on the Super Talk app and at Super Talk. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.